Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show, Monday through Friday, on the Athletic Podcast Network. I do have a take. Point of contention. KD could be a head coach. I could be a head coach. Coming up on the show, Draymond speaks. AD's injury cause for concern is Kerr wearing Steph out. All-star picks and snubs and the greatest trios of all time. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. I'm Zach Harper, the host of POC. Jay Hoy is producing. In this corner, the Bay Area legend, author of two best-selling books about the Warriors, Marcus Thompson. Marcus, in honor of Happy Black History Month, I'd like your top three Bay Area rappers of all time. Oh, that's easy. I'm going with... Uh, Ant Diddley Dog. I'm going with uh, Yuck Mouth of Looney's fame. Man, wow. who, I'm, I'm missing somebody. Who Those am I names missing? Are crazy, I don't want to say the wrong thing. And I got to wow. go with Short Dog. I'm going to go with Short Dog, even though I don't think he's the greatest rapper. He was the most influential rapper. Uh, with with a close third being Keek the Sneak. Okay. I don't know if I No E40? E40's not from Oakland. You said Bay Area. It's, it's a Bay Area. Oh, yeah. You said, said Bay, Bay Area. Area. Yeah. You said Bay yeah. Area. I heard Oakland. I thought you were, you were just showing off. Of course. This, yeah. Were, I thought, yeah, I thought you were I thought you were just trying I to like confuse Oakland. us. Yeah, I'm this sorry. is like a meme uh, when he's naming G League guys, is what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna make it Oakland, but I thought they were the same. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, whoa, so whoa. yeah, if we stretching this out Bay Area, man, first off, that's way tougher. Uh that's incredibly hard. So, uh, yeah, definitely E40 is in the mix if you if you stretch it out to Bay Area. Uh, Aunt Dilly Dog is still my all-time favorite. And okay. Man, who? I wasn't prepared for this. I'm only prepared for <laughs> Oakland. I, I can't go to Vallejo or San Francisco or Richmond. It's too many people, man. Town biz. And in this corner... <laughs> And in this corner, the author of The Victory Machine, now in paperback. If you're sick of those hardcovers, covers, Is you it? Up. Is it finally in paperback? Is the cover I'm actually, I'm actually recording this, and my mic is set up, and my laptop set up on a stack of paperbacks. Uh, so, yes. Wow. Yes. wow. That, that's, the, that's the various suburban legend, Ethan Strauss. Ethan, would you pay $100,000 for a Top Shot highlight card of Ja Morant Dunking over Aaron Baines? No. <laughs> Someone explain the Top Shot thing to me. I, I don't understand what's going on. People are Disney. opening basketball cards like they're Lee Ellis. Everyone's just copying what Lee Ellis and the starters, or I'm sorry, the uh, No Dunks has done forever. Mm. And and now we're into like video. You can buy a video highlight. I can just see that shit on YouTube. Like, what are we I doing? Don't I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Either. Bitcoin makes more sense. Hey, if you can make money, if you can make money off it. All right, Jade, start the clock. Take one. Player empowerment is back on the table, or should I say the podium. On Monday night, Draymond Green took the mic and went off, citing an alleged double standard with how the NBA treats players. The three-minute rant came on the heels of the Cavs deciding to sit center Andre Drummond until they find a trade to make. Draymond said, at some point, as players, we need to be treated with the same respect. Jade, play the tape. To watch Andre Drummond before the game, sit on the sideline, then go to the back and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him is bullshit. Because when James Harden asked for a trade, but he was castrated for wanting to go to a different team and everybody destroyed that man. 
and yet a team can come out and say, oh, we want to trade a guy, and then that guy is to go sit, and if he doesn't stay professional, then he's a cancer. We've seen situations of Harrison Barnes getting pulled off the bench. You know, DeMarcus Cousins finding out that he's traded in an interview after the All-Star game, and we continue to let this happen. But I got fined for stating my opinion of what I thought should happen with another player. But teams can come out and continue to say, oh, we're trading guys, we're not playing you. All right, so Marcus got a new segment to debut here today called Business or Bullshit. So how do you feel about this? Is this business or is this bullshit? Uh, it's definitely business. No no question about it. Uh, I will always side with labor and employers against demand. Like, that's that's just part of who, who I am, right? Uh, I, I do think he brings up some significant uh, double standards. And they're the, – the, the, nobody's – I don't think anybody's actually disputing that they're double standards. What people are disputing is whether or not they want to, like, go all in and feel sympathy for – the Andre Drummonds of the world and a bunch of millionaire athletes, but everybody can understand that employers have a different standard. That's what unions are for. That's what uh, employee groups are for is to, to kind of fight back against the double standard. I have zero problem with Draymond green fighting against his employer for a better situation. That is literally America. So absolutely. This is business. Uh, He's trying to create a change and, like LeBron said, it's not even really change they want. It's just like, yo, just peep how different this is for for us than right. it is for the for the for the team. So I'm with that. Right. I think I think while what Draymond said is is accurate, the problem is that the Cavs are probably better when Andre Drummond isn't in the game, right? So that's where the I'm problem like, well, is Andre Drummond, right? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> right. That's the wrong the problem example. Is Andre Drummond that's is the wrong example case, to yeah. use. You probably want to do this rant when Demar Derozan got traded a day after Masai Ujiri said he's not that's getting traded. Idea. But Ethan, is this business or bullshit? Hmm. I guess I'll I'll, I'll fall on the uh, the bullshit line just because he said that. What, did he say that James Harden was being castrated? Well, he did he say castrated, castrated? I think. I mean, that seemed a little bit. I think he did I, say I, that. I, yeah. I, I wish somebody had followed up. Maybe I I should have been on that call as media. And it just can we explore the castrated metaphor? <laughs> Is that really what you mean? Was- castrated. <laughs> can you go and why it's specifically castrated? I think these cases are often different. Uh, the case of Harrison Barnes very different from the case of Andre Drummond, very different from the case of James Harden, and I don't... DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, these things are all different, and I do think the point is well taken that there are certain standards that are unfairly applied, and some of this might emanate from how he got fined, Draymond got fined, talking about Devin Booker, was it, uh, when he was... Not, not some of it. I think that's what this is. Uh, yeah, I got that's fined. Like, on, I didn't like it. And he shouldn't have gotten fined. That's crazy. If he's on the set of Inside the NBA to be an analyst, he's got to be talking free and easy about players and what's coming to mind. And that feels draconian and stupid. That that, that shouldn't have happened. That there should be some more latitude there. Um, at the same time, I don't necessarily think that the uh, response and reactions to these players are as unfair as he's making it out to be. Um, and mostly, I don't even think people agree that much or even think about it that much. There's just something to the way he makes his case and how entertaining it is and that he's almost taking you behind the curtain into real player grievance, the actual grievance that players tend to have versus the grievances they tend to share. And I think that's one of the reasons why people people reacted 
uh, pretty positively to it. Way less of the whole Andre Drummond made $136 million. Why, why should I care than I thought there would be? And I think some of that just speaks to uh, the candor and the honesty and the entertainment factor of Draymond. Yeah, I, I think on top of that, too, like, I don't really have an issue with anything Draymond said. I think he was dead on about a lot of stuff. I think the the way players are talked about when they want a change of scenery versus when the teams just decide, all right, you're expendable. I think there's a huge, a huge gap. My question, Marcus, is how do you fix it? Like, I don't have an issue with pretty much anything Draymond said, but what's the fix? I mean, it's just to be a bit like frank about it. That's what the money's for. Right. So, right. Uh, uh, I mean, I get it. If I'm them, I'd be in their exact same shoes. Like I'm, I'm, I mean, I do it with my company, right? Like I get paid, but I'm still trying to figure out a way to make this thing as amenable to my liking as I, as I can. Right. That's what employers do. I think the difficulty with Draymond's situation and the player situation in general is that they're going to find a hard time getting, the sympathetic ear while most of the country is suffering, right? This doesn't right. feel like a time where people are like clamoring for $1,400 checks from the government to be, you know, to be like, uh, Oh man, I feel bad for Andre Drummond. Right. Like, but the, the, the simple way to fix it is to get rid of these kind of baked in, you know, penalties, right? This idea that a player can't talk about it. Part of what Draymond is going against is actually not fixable. It's public discourse, right? It's social media fodder. Like, what the hell is the solution to that besides getting rid of it, right? There's never a solution right. to social media fodder. But from his end, it's like allowing them to speak freely about what they want to do, not participating in the vilification of athletes for being players in their career right like that that's kind of part of it it's i think that's where he the only place you could go otherwise like people are gonna always side with the employer because most which people have a problem which is insane it, it, no it actually makes a lot of sense yeah, right they don't, they don't love the people employer are just haters they're just haters yeah they don't love the employer it's just like hold on i have to deal with it so you got to deal with it. And I'm not going to be happy that you get to one up your boss and I'm getting fined for taking the stapler. Right. Like that's that's how we are as people. So I, I get it. It makes sense that people would be hating on it. I think there's this other dynamic and I don't know what the solution is to it uh, that people aren't talking about, which is that the NBA is desperately trying to prop up a noble lie uh, that's become increasingly hard to prop up, which is that. These players really care about the city that they play in and they really care about your team. And that's the thing that they have their heartstrings attached to. I mean, when you do see it with a DeMar DeRozan situation, um, it's almost notable as the exception. And so that's one of the reasons why these rules exist, I think, is because the NBA is trying to shield the fans from really knowing how it actually is. And that's not to say the players are at all wrong for viewing it in the business-like way that they view it. And that is the reality. But there is a noble lie quality to this, that if you have no rules or regulations on it, these players are just going to be openly recruiting all the time, all over social media. A lot of them are going to be saying, get me out of here. I don't like it here. And then the floodgates are open. And I don't think that the NBA necessarily wants to take the risk of what that terrain looks like. Yeah. And I think when it comes to Draymond, right, like speaking out against this stuff, like it's a positive, but it also for him, like it, when it comes to the possibility of fines, it can be his Achilles heel. Right. 
Speaking of Achilles heel, take two. What the ah. hell is a tendinosis? Oh, my God. According to ESPN Lakers, big man Anthony Davis will be out two to three weeks so LeBron can bolster those MVP chances. Also, you know, Jade, we, we got to mention that he's he's hurt, right? He's, got, he's hurt. He's got a calf strain. And we've seen calf strains turn into Achilles tears before. So it's not just the MVP thing for LeBron, who hasn't won one since 2013. Maybe hear more about that today and watch it on the restricted area on the YouTube channel of The Athletic with myself and Wozni Lambre. Make sure you check that out. This is a quote from ESPN. Davis missed two games last week with tendinosis in his right Achilles and had to exit Sunday's loss to the Nuggets shortly before halftime after aggravating the injury. An MRI on Monday revealed the calf strain and the tendinosis aggravation, but did not show a rupture of the right Achilles tendon. So, Ethan, are we worried about the Lakers and how big of a cause for concern is this with Anthony Davis having this injury? Uh, let me get my I'm not a doctor, invisible stethoscope. You're a doctor. Uh, You're a get doctor. Get my, you know, not a doctor, invisible scrubs on. Just get my solemn expression to inform everybody about the Anthony Davis prognosis. Look, I don't know what's going to happen. It doesn't sound good. And what it means ultimately, and you don't want to really, you don't want to really view it this glibly, but it means that the. NBA is kind of wide open, way more so than it seemed, because everybody thought that the Lakers had a lock on this situation with their incredible depth. Um, they seemed not a one and one A with some other team. They seemed like the prohibitive favorites and maybe even favorites against the field if you really wanted to drill down to it. But if you're seeing uh, the increased burden on LeBron um, and some injury there and this issue with Anthony Davis that everybody is going to have some trepidation with because of what has happened in well not the bay i guess specifically it was in toronto but with the warriors and kevin durant um and additionally with clay thompson i guess uh you know it's it leaves the door open and now suddenly you're looking at a season and you're saying to yourself i don't know what the hell's gonna happen i don't know what any of these teams mean in relation to each other it's so muddled uh the difference between the top and the bottom is basically nothing and so that's the bigger takeaway i have is big risk to the Lakers season and by extension uh the nba is a completely different situation so marcus who, who are the favorites now if this anthony davis situation is serious it's Brooklyn in the house without a doubt. I'm the rapper with clout. Every no, okay. Uh, so first off, I do think we're exaggerating a little bit, right? Like every year, there's a player who gets hurt, and the real question is, will the dude be back by the playoffs? Right? If he's back by the playoffs, everything is fine. Uh, well, Kevin Durant, yeah, he wasn't back by the playoffs. There <laughs> it is. <laughs> Actually, he got hurt in the playoffs. He got hurt in the playoffs, yeah. He got hurt in the playoffs. 2012 Derrick Rose. Yeah, we've seen seen this, though. Like, we've seen, like, Clay or uh, Kevin Durant go down, Steph carry load, Kevin Durant makes it back in time for the playoffs, and vice versa. Steph goes down, Steph makes it back in time for the playoffs, they go on a run. So I do think if there's a scenario where Anthony Davis is healthy for the playoffs, then Mm. everything is fine. But – I don't know how you could make that conclusion with Achilles, right? Like, mm. I don't know how you could just – it feels like that meme where homie's on the swing and there's, like, the, the fire going on over, like, the whole <laughs> burning down. He's on the swing. He's like, yo, everything is fine. Everything's uh, good. I, just, I don't – yeah, this is this is a problem. And I do think it's a – I don't think parody is as good for the league as people like to think. It's not. I, I it's think, never been no, good. This no. is a problem because you need – 
first off, you need the one dominant team at the top because that attracts even the most casual of fans, right? And the Lakers are that brand. But two, like, what is this league without something to shoot for, without a Goliath to take down? Uh, I, I understand that more fans are engaged if it's kind of wide open, but the history of the NBA has never been about wide open. It's been about a dynasty and trying to take it down. And if the Lakers can't like actually form their dynasty because Anthony Davis is hurt, I think that's a problem. And not one that we couldn't foresee, but it's kind of an issue. Like, you know, it's a good thing they got that title in the bubble because if they didn't, like this is something they're going to have to deal with perennially because this is Anthony Davis's career. So I, I think it, it's kind of critical for Anthony Davis to get back and for the Lakers to be the Lakers in the playoffs. The league needs that. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, that's that's the, the difference between Lakers and not Lakers when it comes to if I put my TV ratings hat on. The numbers is ridiculous. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's here's what Ethan won't say because Ethan's still trying to like pander to Utah fans, right? <laughs> Ethan won't say the last thing the league needs is for Utah to make the finals, I mean, right? I will he say, won't say that. that because he wants Yo, to pander I, to. I, he's I, gonna start writing jazz stories. Jazz he's gonna Bucks. become friends with Quinn oh, Snyder. Yeah. Let's say, like, what's the Bucks worst Bucks finals <laughs> is a disaster for the league. What's I the worst it could be? What's the worst it could be? Let's think about it. Jazz, 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 jazz Raptors, Jazz Raptors, Spurs, oh, Jazz, Spurs, Spurs Raptors, because they, they don't get those, they don't get Spurs those home. Like realistic though, we could see Jazz Raptors. That is a scenario that could happen because ESPN doesn't get those ratings right for in uh, in Canada. No, those are TSN yeah, nah. baby, that's no, the word. I mean Raptors anything, lit, even though it'll be lit in Canada, it won't be, count yeah, here. Exactly. Uh, real quick, what sounds like a more dangerous word: tendinitis or tendinosis? Ooh, the the latter. Definitely osis. Definitely. Yeah. Osis. Yeah. Well, like, tendinosis we is also we worse. We hear itis. We hear I, itis all the time, right? Like, no, itis, but osis, you know, is, uh, osis, osis is so close scary, to isis, man. and yeah, that's bad. All right, <laughs> take three. <laughs> well, I'm not reading this, Jade. When will Steph Curry run out of energy? <laughs> I'll read the second part of that. I'm not reading the first part. My lord, has Wardell been on a dare over the last ten games? These are his numbers, 34 and a half points, 58% from the field, 51% from three, 95% from the free throw line, 5.4 assists, five rebounds. Steph Curry has scored 25 plus points on 50% shooting or better in 10 straight games. Last guard to do that. Michael Jordan, happy birthday when we're recording this, by the way. He did 11 straight in the 95-96 season. Marcus, go ahead and get that book out. Is Steph Curry better than we've ever seen? Look at always within reach. There's always a copy within reach in Marcus's home. Yeah, that's 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 clutch right there. Uh, I I think so. I, I've never seen him like this. I've never seen um his his body be so physically imposing. Like it's it's I've never seen him decide to take somebody and be able to do it so efficiently off the dribble. Remember, Zach, I know you remember this, like how Steph, in order to beat you, he needed like an and one mixtape crossover, right? For most guys, right? It had to be like, I gotta like shake you to get by you. Uh, otherwise, you know, you, you know, he, he's stepping back for the three. Now he's strong enough to say, all right, I'm gonna put my shoulder into you and I'm gonna get by you. It just feels like, you know, that that peak is when your physical ability, you know, starts declining while how you see the game yeah. 
it created, it feel like he's right here. It's it feel right like in the he's middle. Yeah. Right? He, it feel like, it, and it's like, it's like jam. Like there's a bone stuck in the, you know. <laughs> I love like, this metaphor. So like it just yeah. stuck right here. Well, right? You, know, just, you know what the thing is, Marcus, locked. is that I think everyone's so used to that. All right, he's got to shake me up with something crazy that now he's at a point where he's like, I could just go. Yeah, right? yeah he's just, when, it's, it's bruh. It's insane. It's when, just like boom, boom, and he's there. I remember yeah. there was a point with Blake Griffin in his development back when he had athleticism where he started doing all these between the legs moves and everything, but he wouldn't go anywhere yeah. with it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just like, Hey, I worked on yeah, my yeah. handle. I'll show yeah. it off, but didn't do anything with it. It took him about a year to figure out, okay, here's how I use that to yeah. get by someone. Yeah. Somebody removed yeah, he, the bone from the Blake it. Griffin escalators a, a while ago. <laughs> oh, wow. That bone, that bone, that bone turned into some just, kind of osis. I heard this. I heard this stat this week. Did you know he hasn't dunked since 2019 in a game? I mean, Steph That's has wild. probably dunked that, more, more times yeah. since uh, since Blake Griffin legal? has. I mean, it's, he hasn't it's, dunked. It's crazy. Did we did we ever imagine we'd see the day when Draymond had more hops than Blake Griffin? Like, <laughs> oh my God! Well, I, I mean, mean that's think sad. about that. Uh, that's sad. But I'll throw a I'll throw a redirection to Steph. Happy stat, Tom Habershow style. What do you think Steph Curry his true shooting is? His true shooting percentage in fourth quarters this season? Fourth quarters? I'm gonna yeah. go with seven. It starts with a seven. I'm going to say minimum, minimum 30%. At least 30%. His <laughs> true shooting. Minimum. Yeah, at least. Minimum. 30 or higher. 76% true shooting in fourth it. quarters. I got it. We both got it right. I don't know, bro. If we were playing prices right, yeah. I, I get it. I could have been like uh, $31, right? Like, <laughs> but yeah, but that's, that is, this is, this is crazy. This is completely insane what he's doing. I love the observation on how he can just go because sometimes I've been watching these games and these clips and I've been like, what is he doing? What's the sneaky move? A lot of the time it's just he's benefiting from the intimidation factor and he's just like, oh, I'm just going to walk by you and do a layup. It's you're, you're that scared. Every team is sold out that much and he's good around the rim, man. It's really coming together for him and I think that it should give people a lot of hope for how long he can extend this whole thing. I think the bigger question right now, now that we see that the bone is jammed between the two escalators, what do the Warriors do? It's something that I wrote about right now. It does seem that maybe they should do something. Maybe they should move somebody if they can in this jumbled season with the Lakers season and perhaps a point of precarity. Maybe the Warriors should try to go for it because right now, based on what they got, they can't do it. This is the this is your pitch for Bradley Beal. I hear. I, I don't hear think you. it's a Bradley Beal. I, pitch. I don't think it's a Bradley Beal pitch necessarily because they would have to give up too much to get him. But it might be a you got to make a decision on Ubre. You got to choose right now. Is he going to be somebody that you think you're going to move forward with, and he's going to be part of the rotation, and you're going to pay all that money, or is this the time to see who might want an athletic wing? And now that he's shooting better, you get somebody who can spell Steph and score a little bit and create some offense. I'm not sure who that guy is. I'm not sure if he's necessarily gettable, but that is certainly something I would be pursuing if I were them. Uber ain't going anywhere. He's going to be the sixth man for the next year's next year's Warriors. Book it. Book it. Book and by it? the way, since Whoa. Steph is being all since Steph is being all incredible, how about you stop infantilizing him? 
Did I say that right? Infantilizing. Inf- 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 yeah. Infantil- who, me? Infantilizing. No, Ethan and the me? rest of the people who are like, oh my God, if Steph plays 39 minutes, he will combust. We have to protect the baby. He can't play anymore. Oh no, Steph is so fragile that he can't play 38 minutes. You can't do him like Dame. It's like, like Radio Ethan. It's great. Let me, let me add something to this <laughs> Steph conversation here. Uh, social media accounts who like reposted his Valentine's Day thing about his wife. That's weird behavior. Don't do that. Wait, what? <laughs> he did some video like, I don't know, like he had just had sex with his wife or something like that. Or that's what he intimates in that mm. video. And then all like all these different accounts of these major media companies like, oh, Steph looks like he had a good night or whatever. What are you doing? That's weirdo behavior. On the other hand, could there be an ad campaign? I don't know. He kind of posted it. <laughs> could there be an ad campaign like that? Would that be considered wholesome if some major athlete said in an ad, I just had sex with my wife? Eat Doritos. I mean, could that – what would that be? Would that be allowed on the airwaves? I'm sorry to go in a very Jeff Van Gundy direction Jade, right I'll now. I'll record it later, <laughs> but perfect segue for – speaking of, get Roman, people. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Take four. All-star time, baby. Who are your starters? And I don't mean Skeets, Tass, Lee, and Trey. No Mm. dunks crew. 12 spots in each conference. Up for grabs. Selected via a convoluted voting process that takes way too long to explain. Basically, fans, players, and media all get to decide. And then we throw it into like this pot and we see what comes out. Also this year, they're going to hold the dunk contest at halftime of the All-Star game. Because we got to get those dollars in as best we can, NBA. Uh, that should make for a really horrible second half of that game as we do a 45-minute dunk contest at halftime. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they should just play two games. There's like one game before right. the yeah, dunk just contest. just do two games, <laughs> exactly. I want uh, the most raggedy also. I want them to play the first half of the game, half court, shirts and skins, and then on the other side of the court, they're doing the dunk contest simultaneously. <laughs> LeBron should get to decide if he wants to play the first or second half, but he doesn't have to do both. I think that's how it should be. But I want wondering who you guys got ethan i've given you almost no time to think about this so your all-star starters in both conferences go no <laughs> okay i'll tell you mine ethan how about yes. that yes i'll tell you who i voted for because i did have an official vote and it's gonna i don't know uh, whatever who cares uh i will say i voted <laughs> i i was trying to figure do i have to wait for this because there's something on the athletic but whatever you're gonna read the athletic anyway because it's dope uh all right i got Le- <laughs> I got Le- I voted LeBron, Jokic, and Kawhi for the front court in the West, yeah. and then Sounds Steph good. and Luca. I think in important. the West. I was about to say this is important. Hold on, let mm. me double check because I'm just important. also. Uh-oh. Uh, I think I I feel like I had I don't know I had some Luka kind of little, thing. Luca look a little disappointing. Um. Oh no, I did have Dame. I had Dame. I'm That's mad. right. See Zach. Zach, I was I, I was nervous. I, I was like, I Zach had to is look at the dude. screenshot Come that on, I took. Man. LeBron, Jokic, and Kawhi in the front court, and Steph and Dame in the back court. And then the Eastern Conference, I had Giannis, KD, and Embiid in the front court, and I had Bradley oh. Beal and one Jalen Brown in the back court. Yeah, yo, that's my squad. Literally, that's my squad. There that's we right, go. I didn't get a vote, but I'm taking. I'm putting like Jalen Brown is making my starting lineup. Yeah. yeah. Jalen Brown is making Nate, my Nate Jones has gotten to us all. You know, I'm, well, I'm as, one, as one other, as no, one other incredible, yeah. unnamed yeah, yeah. voter that I do know from the media said, Kyrie took a whole vacation. 
during the season, and uh, so that's why he doesn't get the vote. That's uh, Tim Bontep said that. I am not Tim Bontep's, but someone, someone else. Well, Bontep's I don't know. <laughs> as tough it is, as as tough it is, it is to leave Harden off. Uh, like Harden has been incredible. I'm yeah, a little, he has been. but he like also, last like, night was the same. But he just kind of got there. Weeks. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's chilling. I'm with, I'm with that. Uh, what Jalen Brown has done is like the the way he stepped his game up. I, I just feel like you gotta you gotta reward that. He's been and the best again. I'm going Celtics. with Dame. Yeah, no question. I'm going with Dame. Like I understand the Lucas stuff. I get it. First off, Lucas should not be with the guards. Like mm. <laughs> it should be whatever point, category right. LeBron is in. Yeah. But yeah, it's Steph and Dame. Like what Dame is doing with without CJ McCollum with. Nurkic hurt again, right? It's Dame is like, yo, give me Rodney Hood and Old Mello, and let's go in the West, and it's working. So, I, yeah, it, it, it's not Luca, not yeah. Luca, not now. Yeah, I mean, Luca's the better player, but I think he just had a disappointing start to the season, and that has to that has to factor into the selection. I'm good with either selection, but I probably lean. Does the whining stuff factor in? You think? A little Does bit. The, uh, I mean, Zach Lowe, man. Zach Lowe really put that into the uh, – he mainstreamed it. It was there, but he mainstreamed it. I don't know if that should factor into all-star voting, but I do think it is rather illustrative of the season he started with where there was a lot of pouting, a lot of whining, um, and it seemed like that team almost took on that energy and that mood. And maybe they're maybe they're getting things together and, and rerouting the ship. But I, I don't think if we're if we're just basing it on how was your season, I yeah. think that Dame probably gets an edge over Luca. So so, so Zach, though, I I got a question for you. Uh, and you always have a good feel on these things. Oh Are we disrespecting the Jazz mm. by kind of treating them like the yeah. Hawks? No, no, no. I, I, I heard y'all. T- I heard the talk of basketball. Oh my, don't even get me started on Jay King, that podcast terrorist, just trying to, just trying to throw whatever grenades. He I mean, can they into don't the have any all stars. Remember that was the thing with the Hawks. Like they got four people on the All Star team that they did, year. They, did. they got four people. No, you're right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Pistons. I'm thinking the Pistons with the no All Stars, but really good. But they had, yeah, but before. they had four too. But dude. after, after yeah. no, I remember yeah. they, it was nobody. Hey, in hey. That Phillips more, more important. Admitted. More important. More East Coasty media member. Tim Bontemps or Jay King. Ooh, that's tough because Jay King does refer to himself as the kid, as everyone from the Boston area does. <laughs> that's got to give him the person edge. Is that yeah that, yeah? That, that's kind of got to rule him out, right? Isn't like, Bontemps from like, like upstate Crosby. New York, which I don't that I know it's very East Coasty, but also at the same time seems like another world. Yeah, it seems like a little Midwest version of yeah. The East Coast. It's like Midwest just tucked into Upper New York. Yeah, Jay King's definitely. Yeah, yeah, he wins that round for for East Coasty right there. Certainly, uh, Jazz. But are no we Jazz disrespect- love and All Star. Look, no, uh, look, uh, Rudy definitely doesn't deserve it. Um, mm. Donovan's in the conversation, but I think Dame's been better. I just do. Yeah. Like, I, I don't thing. think it's. If, if you're not getting respect, guess what? Go and win the championship. Go win a championship. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Whoa, there you go. Whoa. Go whoa, win it. Whoa. Okay. Make, what about the East? Has, has, has there ever been a TNT, number one team in the league with ESPN, no All-Stars? Disney, oh, Adam man, Silver. Good, good make them well, all cry. Make them cry. Get- Ah, oh, yeah, you're right. Just no starters. Yeah, yeah it's just somebody, not the somebody starters. Somebody will make yeah. it. Jordan Clarkson will make it if nobody else, right? Mm. Is, it cra- is it crazy not to have one of the Nets guards in the starters. And it's also interesting that Beal, Beal seems like a lock for everybody 
despite the fact that his team aggressively sucks. Right. Like no one's this, blaming him for yeah. that, which is which I think is yeah. rare because I th- well, well, I guess Trey Young got Not, voted in last year. This is a direct <laughs> reaction to the Warriors with KD. <laughs> I, I think we should stop, we should like, act. Wait, 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 wait. People started valuing the struggle. They started valuing <laughs> players who didn't have weren't surrounded with a bunch of talent. And that became preeminent. So now we look at dudes with struggle as like heroic like because before it wasn't like that it was like yeah you average 25 but your team sucks so it doesn't count now if you do it on this bad team it's like man go ahead look at you in the projects of the nba and you still making it happen that that's that's this is warriors produced Brad, right here Brad, bradley beal not getting castrated i think we can all agree although somebody should not ask yet. Draymond that but he yeah, was when, yeah. castrated. It, Draymond, when and if will we see a castration of Bradley Beal? That is such a weird analogy. But he and it's just like, I felt like it was one of those he was talking extemporaneously and he was going with a different word, but that was just the word you grab in the moment. And that and then Dwayne Wade was on the inside set and he was repeating it. And he's almost like Draymond has memed it now that this is the term people are using. It's yeah, kind of weird. Like, do we think he meant castigated? I think that I think that was castigated. I was thinking he might have meant emasculated, but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. castigated is probably better. Just not castrated. Is reaching for yeah. just not castrated. A lot of words work there. Not castration. <laughs> that's that's a tough one, man. Especially what for a avoid dude metaphorical castration. Yeah. <laughs> Roman that word that word choice is nuts. But he <laughs> was castrated. Takes balls to say it. Castrated. Draymond seemed a little testy. <laughs> I mean, those have been used to him. <laughs> Castrated. All right, You're take wild. five. You're wild. Speaking of a big three, I don't know. That would be some kind of medical condition. Are James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant? Can you the imagine bigs? castrating a big three? <laughs> My goodness. Castrated. <laughs> big three ever. Don't ask LeBron that question, as ESPN's David Menemann found out on Tuesday night, which got this prompt response from LeBron. Have we forgot about KD, Steph, and Clay already? Being a student of the game and looking at the collection of talent that the Brooklyn Nets have, is there a team that you can compare to in league history having that much offensive firepower on the same group? Have we forgot about KD, Steph, and Clay already? It's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> there you go. I mean, there you go. There you go right there. LeBron clearly forgot about Dre. Oh, that's a big four, right? Also, I don't know. I think Jade's going to drop in some forgot about Dre lyrics here. Talk about getting some great marketing. James Lakers gang sands AD will face the Nets tonight on TNT. But who can resist this bird food, fellas? So, Marcus, who are you taking? Bird, McHale, and Parrish? Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman? Who's the best big three ever? Can, can I can I go even further back? Can I go even further back to to Bill no, Russell, no. John we're not doing the, and Sat Sanders? We're not baby? doing pre, we're not doing pre 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 merger. Can no. I go? <laughs> I, I can't go. Jerry West, Elgin Baylor on an Achilles, no. and Will Chamberlain the thirty six. Your highlights can't, can't look. Your highlights can't look like I the video from the ring. I can't go. <laughs> Come on, man! I can't. Uh, no, anything pre-merger doesn't count. Can I, can I at least count. go with Magic Kareem? Magic Kareem. Post-merger, I'll take. No. So basically, yeah, yeah right, pre-merger gotcha. is bullshit right. for all this stuff, right? It's like I mean, anytime you look up 
it's funny. We do this this date in NBA history every morning on uh, on NBA radio, and every time there's like Bill Russell grabbed 44 rebounds this year, and we look you know on this date in NBA history, and we look Bob Cousy went six for 20. Like it's every time. It's every single time. <laughs> Somehow he shot 37% for his career, but every time we check a box score, he's at like 24% for the game. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for summer and warmer days. I know I'm looking outside right now. Sun's out. Birds are chirping. It's time to start getting outside. Uh, I know that I like to get outside and play basketball with my kids. And honestly, I need to get into a fitness routine in order to keep up with these guys. And Peloton is there for me. Peloton's varying class links were designed with your training plan in mind. Personalize your workout, whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class, or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. Peloton's classes were made to challenge you. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you're already excelling in. Peloton's program and instruction push you to be your best. Their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run indoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. So you ain't got no love for George Mike and jumping Jim Pollard and Vern Mickelson no, of the Minneapolis. No. If I think Lakers, I could have been an all-star in your era, you don't get the credit. I'm sorry, you're out. Come on, man. Bill Russell's the Come only on, one man. that matters. That's it. No, what? Yeah. What? Yes. Come on. George no, Mikan was meaningful, man. They Mike changed the game huge. for him. Changed the <laughs> game. The, the, especially the Chicago Gears, George Mike. Man, that Do you know how much Joe That's Klein, a retro jersey to get. Joe Klein would dominate the 40s and 50s. Dominate. Mm. Yeah, that would be a great to see, like, the worst players in modern era go back and just be, like, stars at a time machine. That would be incredible. That's a good That'd movie idea. That's the new Space I mean, Jam. That's right? the new Space I'm, I'm, Jam. Yeah. Right there. I'm going – absolutely. I'm going, with, I'm going with Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman. Like, good just, one, yeah. I'm going with the one with Jordan. Like, <laughs> give me the one with Jordan. I, I Although, I, I, I think – you, oh, that's a tough one. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Robin, said, uh, you know, one. Robin's fit with that team was a little more up and down, I think, than people remember what, what it was. I think the best big three of all time is, and I might be accused of some bias here, I do think it is Steph, KD, Steph Clay. Clay. Yeah. I think that's it. I think it's the best of all time. It's just that's that's my objective take. I wouldn't say it if I uh, unless I thought it was true. Um, and some of these others are really good ones and they're competitive, but if I have to choose one, that's the one I'm choosing. I just picture the three on three battle, right? Like whoever it is, if you got to like three on three, man, that Jordan Pippen and Robin would be tough. All right. Then you know, you know who my, if anybody's doing it, we're doing a, a a three on three battle, Shaq, Kobe and Isaiah Ryder, JR easy Ryder. Oh yeah. Well, uh, you, you, why are you not going with Glenn Rice? Why you not Glenn going Rice out of here? You Robert, me? Robert Ory, no, Derek Fisher. No, I'd kind of like a Shaq, Kobe, Eddie Jones. I mean, that was That's was that good. one season together? I think, uh, maybe two, maybe two. Yeah, maybe two. not, not wow. Rick Fox. That was good. No Rick Fox love. No. That's Come a movie on. star. Good man. Rick Fox is a movie star. He's a TV star. Mm. 
Yeah, I didn't want to say the I didn't want to say the Warriors answer. I'm just gonna confess that. I don't think people would take that. But yeah, you can't go wrong with Jordan Pippen and Rob. LeBron, Wade, and Bosch. Everyone forgetting about that? KG, Ray, and Paul Pierce. Hmm? I think it's you know what's weird is that none of I these. I mean, are if you got to mention them, you got to mention Dirk, Jason, Terry, and Sean Marion. <laughs> what's interesting? What's interesting to me is that none of these none of these trios we're naming have exactly fit. They I don't think any of them have necessarily been a uh, whole is greater than the sum of its parts. It's just such incredible talent that it works. Like Steph and Katie's games didn't exactly mesh together. I mean, Clay will mesh with anything. And same if we're talking about the Heat, we're talking about Bosch, Wade, LeBron. That didn't exactly mesh together. I don't think this net situation's exactly going to mesh together. Um, so that's that's interesting. I mean, maybe that Celtics one with with uh, Parrish, Mikhail, and Bird, maybe that was one that it really kind of fit a little more snugly, no, it but did. it's, it it's rare. Fit. It did three, fit. I don't three power forward or two power forwards and a yeah, center. Yeah, like yeah. it was just, like, <laughs> but that's exactly. how the game was. That's how the game was back then. Yeah, I love to see Mikael on the wing against Steph. <laughs> well, did Magic worthy? Did Magic worthy Kareem fit? I mean, Robert Parrish might knock Steph out. That might be an advantage they have. He might just Max, punch him right, in the if face. You yeah. that, if you could play that, don't first, don't sleep on uh, Moses Malone, Doctor J, and Andrew Tony. I mean, let's go. No Charles, no Chuck there. No Chuck wagon. Uh, Chuck was young. Yeah, that's Chuck true. Young. Uh, Duncan Manu Duncan and Tony Parker. Old. Yeah, that's yeah. a good fit. You don't like that fit. I mean, I like it. It's a good hipster one, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, I love Manu. Tony Parker is actually one where I'm just not so not so thrilled about. I, I feel and maybe that's unfair. Maybe that's unfair. He had a great nah, career. Very fair. Have, you wa- have you watched his documentary? There's a documentary of him on, I think, on Netflix. On Balance Twelve. Yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I can't bring myself I'm, to do I'm it. I'm a guy. If it's a sports thing, I'm, I'm, I'll click a sports thing. I just can't. I can't bring I just, myself to I do it. I've tried. I've, I've clicked it, and then it brings time. up the info. I'm like, ah, not today. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. I think that's I mean, I've got to have nothing to do, which is not going to happen. Um, speaking of nothing to do, we've got plenty speaking to do. Ra- speaking of wrapping We're going to wrap it up. We're going to put a little nice little bow on this one. Make sure you subscribe to The Athletic can if you, you're not doing can that. Can you wrap up what has been castrated? But he what is castrated? What's being castrated is the rest of this episode. Cut it off, Jay. That's it for Ethan Strauss. For Marcus Thompson, I'm Zach Harper. Subscribe to The Athletic. Well, the way are castrated. That's such a great word choice, Joe. Like that, oh man. It was a meeting to like cash and not eat it. But he was cash.